Hello again, everyone. I'm Matt Lachlan. Welcome to the official New Jersey Devils podcast. It has been an incredibly exciting summer for Devils fans, beginning, of course, with the selection of Jack Hughes as the number one overall pick in the draft. Ten others were also selected in Vancouver as well. In addition, the Devils signed free agent forward Wayne Simmons to a one-year contract and traded for John Hayden from Chicago. And of course, one day after Hughes was picked, the Devils announced a trade with the Nashville Predators in which they acquired defenseman P.K. Subban in exchange for Steven Santini, Jeremy Davies, and two second-round draft picks. Today, I'm excited, pleased to welcome P.K. Subban and his girlfriend, the greatest woman's skier of all time, Lindsay Vaughn, to join the podcast. And of course, we are also joined by Lucy. <laughs> Hello, Lucy, a four-year-old uh, dog, one of the many that uh, Lindsay and PK are in charge of. Thank you very much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Lindsay's also the greatest looking uh, skier of all time <laughs> as well. I can confirm that. <laughs> Hands down, there'll be no disagreement here. I do promise this won't be an uh, all access, you know, Hollywood access type of show, but how did you two meet? <laughs> oh, you want to tell that story, babe? Oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, well, what parts do you want me to keep in? What parts do you want me to leave out? Uh, we, uh, we met two summers ago. Um, I've only been to two SBs. Uh, so my first SBs was when we met and it was, uh, after our team in Nashville, had went to the Stanley cup final and I decided that I was gonna, I said, you know what? It's been a long season. I'm going to go out to LA and, and take in the SBs for the first time. And I had an opportunity. I was going to be a part of the monologue and the start of the show. So I was pretty excited about that. So I was on the red carpet with a few of my buddies and really was just there to have a good time and enjoy the experience. I had never really done the whole tour of the ESPYs and Nickelodeon, uh, you know, a teen sports awards and, and all that stuff. So I was like, I'm just going to go have some fun. And I get there and I was distracted, you know, by there's a screen on the red carpet and it shows like, you know, the, the celebrities or athletes that are coming up next. And it's like, oh, a woman's athlete, Lindsey Vaughn, and she's got this black dress on she looks smoking hot so I'm like wow she looks really good and I, I the only thing I really knew about Lindsay Vaughn at the time was that she won a gold medal in Vancouver and she was really good at skiing and she's good looking I didn't you know but I never really seen her in anything other than like really her ski like suit so it's the first time I saw that so it was kind of top of mind because I did an interview like literally a minute after that so I got the first question I get um, and it's, um, Oh, it's really hot out here, PK. You're in a three piece suit. How do you feel? And, uh, my response was it's hot out here, but it's not as hot as Lindsey Vaughn looks. <laughs> so obviously that garnered some attention, mm -hmm. uh, specifically. I don't know if it was good attention, but. Well, I mean, you can you call it my attention is. nonetheless. <laughs> I got her attention and, uh, you know, um, yeah, she, at the time, you know, couldn't really engage at all, but she didn't know anything about me, so she didn't even know who I was. She's no, like, all I knew, I've been friends with his manager, Jill, for a very long time, and so uh, once I found out that that was her new client, I was, I had some choice words for her and for PK, <laughs> but, um, you know, he, uh, we talked uh, several months later, and, um, and then we ended up meeting up for Christmas. That was our, we say our anniversary, our first date was uh, Christmas Day, so was yeah we he, we he made up for his interview by coming to my house for christmas and so that was also the first introduction to his exuberant personality as well i'm sure oh yeah i was not expecting that 
Um, he uh, he has a lot of energy, a very charismatic person, and uh, I think that that was the other thing that captured my attention, minus his uh, <laughs> words on the red carpet. <laughs> <laughs> well, it worked, and so here the two of you are, and uh, you know. Shoot your shot. That's and, <laughs> and that works shot. in life and on the ice hockey rink as well. Hey, you know what? It, it, it comes in different forms and different packages, mm-hmm. right? Wayne Gretzky said you... Miss uh, 100% of the shots you don't take. Exactly. So shoot the puck. There shoot you the go. Shoot the ball. Shoot the puck. All right. Well, we are underway, and I think we're off to a good start, no doubt about it. Uh, about the trade, Carol Schramm wrote in the New York Times... Um, that this quote should be a game changer, unquote, for the Devils. What does that mean to you? <laughs> I was just, I do that because the microphone's in the way. Um, Which, by the way, I don't think it was planned, but you turn your ball cap he did around it. He and did change it. He the game it. is what's. So I don't know if Carol knew that, if, if it was all part of the, the, the PK Subban package, but. Well, first of all, everybody on thinks point, that change the message. game has to do with just hockey. That's not exactly what it's about. Um, you know, the way I look at the world is like a chess match, you know. Um, there's there's repercussions to the decisions that you make, good or bad. And the reality is, is that we're all defined by the decisions that we make and how we do things. So, you know, I guess that for me and my, my personal team, the way we try to do things is to have the most significant impact that we can in the most positive way. So that's, you know, for me, that's obviously on the ice. That's my job is to have an impact on the team in, in a positive way that fits into our system and how we want to play. Uh, but then there's, you know, the impact in the community, obviously, that's really important to me. And we have a, we're very lucky and, and, you know, not just myself, but Lindsay as well. Uh, you know, we've been blessed with a platform and what you do with that platform, you can do a million things with it. And I guess I just take pride in using the platform the right way. And it's not for everybody. You know, at the end of the day, you can just go to work and do your job and go home and enjoy it with your family and friends. And I do that, but I also do some other things on the side that interest me. I don't go to the, you know, I love golf, but I don't play golf every day, you know. So with that time, I use it to take meetings for my production company and, uh, you know, drop foundation, foundation, uh, mostly my foundation stuff and try to tie it all in. But I think it's all good stuff. Both of you are involved in charitable affairs, and it's very important to you. Uh, I'll start with you, PK, but then I'll move to you, Lindsay. Where did it start? Like, Where did that sense that you need to, want to give back to the community and, and make that impact and change the game, where did that start? Well, it's short form. My family is, is full of a lot of educators, so... My dad was an educator, principal mostly, but educator in the Toronto District School Board for 35 plus years. Um, You know, my mom (laughs) took care of all five of us kids their whole life, so she's well versed in giving back to, to children and obviously my uh, my sister and both my sisters are teachers. Uh, my sister's husband's a teacher, so we, you know, I have a lot of I've seen that my whole life, giving back and people that go above and beyond for children and other people. So I guess for me, it was just right in my kind of lane. And I wanted to continue that, uh, you know, and, and help in a different way and have the most impact. And it's only fitting that my sisters have chosen to kind of jump on board and be the head of my foundation and, and help me kind of help as many people as I can. And with Lindsay, do you want to talk about your... Yeah, I mean, mine kind of came about because I was injured. And, you know, I've always wanted to give back. I've kind of 
you know, always been drawn to kids because when I was a kid, I met my childhood idol, Peekaboo Street, and she was the main reason I wanted to be an Olympian. And so, you know, kind of the premise behind it was that I had time, you know, because of my injuries. And I said, well, if Peekaboo can have such an impact on me after meeting her for only a minute and a half, you know, imagine what I could do if I spent a whole day. Um, with kids and so you know our mission is to empower and inspire girls we give out scholarships for educational programs um, I just started getting involved with ID Tech um, kind of giving girls a platform in places they don't necessarily have one um, so I'm really happy with what we've done and just like PK my sister is the director my other sister is like head of social so um, it's a it's a family affair, and we're I think we're making good progress, and hopefully here in New Jersey we can kind of implement both of our foundations and continue to help the community as well. What's most pleasing about what you've been able to do so far? Just seeing the girls' reactions and how far they've come. You know, I'm still personally in touch with a lot of the girls. Um, you know, some girls had a harder time in in our strong girls camps than others, and you know, being able to just continuously be a part of their lives has been so inspirational to me, you know, being able to see their reactions and how much more confident they are. You know, you're making a lifelong impact on these kids and that can change the course of their life in so many different ways. So it's very, very cool to see. Yeah, kudos to you both. So back to hockey, you've been traded before. This is the second time you were traded. Uh, what was the difference going from Montreal to Nashville versus second time around, now Nashville to New Jersey? A big difference. I think, obviously, timing in my career as well. You know, um, obviously now, I'm, I believe this is me going to my 10th season, I believe. so. Time flies. Wow. <laughs> I can't believe it. It's weird even saying that. Um, but, yeah, it's a different time in my career. Uh, but also, you know, I think that the transition out of Montreal was – Obviously, there was a lot of turmoil lot in it, you know, and a lot of debate and still debate, mm -hmm. you know. So, you know, for me, I just obviously I have a, a large footprint there in the city and um, the trade has only actually allowed my footprint to grow in that city uh, and people have only attached more to me. So, you know, I, I guess I never feel like I've left there. I've always felt attached to the city uh, in a positive way and through the kids and the hospital, which is great. And going to Nashville, the people there were so they treated us so well. I mean, from the organization, David Poyle is one of the greatest people in hockey. Uh, Peter Laviolette's one of the greatest coaches, and my teammates. I'm still close with all of them. It was a really great time there, you know. But it's a cap world now, you know. It doesn't matter if people like you or not. You know, we saw Joe Pavelski, who's a guy that probably nobody would have thought four months ago would ever play for another team other than San Jose, but. The reality is it's a cap world and you have to continue to manage the cap. And sometimes, you know, players that you like got to move on. So we really enjoyed our time there and they treated us so well. But you know what? Because of the cap world, I have a great opportunity now in New Jersey to play for great people here in Ray Shiro and, and the ownership group. I had a chance to meet with all of them last night. And, uh, you know, I was almost in tears last night with, how, with everything that they've done for me. It really is, um, you know, personally moving. You know, I, it, it makes it a lot easier to go and work hard and do your job when you know that people are behind you that much. Well, there was a Welcome to New Jersey event uh, last night uh, held in Hoboken, a beautiful venue and a beautiful look across the Hudson River, but we like this side of the Hudson River uh, best. Uh, injuries 
affected you last year? Where are you in terms of healing and in terms of preparation for this year? Yeah, well, I feel great. I've been training now for, I don't know, six and a half, probably six six more. weeks so yeah. far. Yeah, maybe even more. Well, you were saying this morning you feel almost like you're ready for training camp or the way you, you would feel at the off. beginning. You started off the whole the spring, yeah. you know, so far ahead of where you've been in the past. Yeah, I guess I... You know, I, I, it's all kind of a blur. It seems like a short period of time, which is great, but I actually have been training for a long time now. So I started probably, I only took maybe two weeks off after the season, then I started training again. So um, I've been going pretty hard for pretty long, and, uh, you know, I've, I felt great after the season. You know, it's really important. It bothered me a little bit kind of listening to people talk about my injury situation because nobody really even knows what injuries I had like and you want to share yeah for sure I, I don't mind sharing at all it was actually a nerve injury so it wasn't muscular had nothing to do with disc or anything like that it was a nerve situation and um it was a situation that probably should have only been a week uh you know but I you know, probably didn't get assessed perfectly. And, and with that being said, it ended up being a lot longer. But anybody who's had a nerve issue understands that those take time. I mean, I probably shouldn't even have come back last year, you know. So to be able to come back and play and grind it out, and I wanted to help the team obviously get into the best position for the playoffs. So just sort of grinded it out. And you could see I was struggling out there. Like, you know, those games when I came back, it was hard. But, you know, I... Listen, I'm at that point in my career. It's not like I'm playing for contracts. You know, I, I was very fortunate to get a, a long-term contract and financial stability for myself and my family at a very young age. And I feel that the teams that I play for, I owe it to them to give them as much as I can. And I've always been a guy for the bulk and the majority of my career stay, staying on the ice. Like, you know, I mean, less than 16 months ago or whatever it was, I was the only player in Nashville that played all 82 games my second year there. So... You know, I also have a very long history of being durable, and I look forward to getting back to that this year. But as far as last year goes, it was a nerve issue, and, you know, it was one of the most frustrating things I've ever gone through. You know, it's just, it's a freak, freak weird thing. I've never had a nerve ins issue before, and those things take the longest time, man, and it just sucks. I'm just happy now that I'm back to where I need to be. Well, and I think that allays the fears of Devils fans. I'm sure Ray yeah. Shiro and company were privy to that, but yeah. I think those who are listening are very happy to hear that that it's in the past. Speaking of injuries, Lindsay, you've suffered massive injuries in your career. We hear all the time, hockey players are the toughest. Lose a few teeth, take the next shift, suffer a cut, stitch it up, you're back in the next period. But you have lived through an awful lot. Do you ever want to just kind of step up in the hockey world a little bit and say, hey, toughness personified right here, toughness in the flesh, because you returned from some major injuries to regain championship form. Well, I she's will, a beast. I will, <laughs> beast. I will say when PK complains to me about his toe, I want to punch him in the face. <laughs> um, you know, but I will. He skated with a fractured toe for like a year, which you know is tough. But it's like okay, take away some of your knee ligaments and then I mean, try to go back on the ice. All the things you could say. I mean, you, talk you know, about I just toe. well, you know, we're, this is the game we're playing, okay? And, and I win. <laughs> okay, well, you, yeah, I give that. How you bad win was no the matter. toe? Come on, come on. How bad was the toe? It's pretty bad, but still. It I mean, was bad. Toe. It was two years ago. Well, hold on. I'll tell you exactly what happened with the toe. Not surprised. Of course you're going to tell us. Listen to me. It, I got to be on. Like, and I said this before. My time in Nashville, it was it was up and down in a way of the ups 
were were very very high. Some of the highest highs that I've had in my career. I've never, you know, I, I mean, I don't have a lot of memories of All Star games, but I captained two All Star teams while I was there out of the three years. You know, I was nominated for a Norris Trophy. I was I went to a Stanley Cup final. We won a uh, conference final. We won multiple division titles. President's Trophy. President's Trophy. So with all those things being said, I was injured for a bulk of two out of those three seasons. So, you know, and weird injuries, like weird ones, like, you know, like hairline, fra like a fracture in my sesamoid toe. I wake up one morning, it's like a baseball. And then that ultimately, you know, you know, kind of escalated into another injury. And then I missed in 17 games. And now it's a nerve injury in the third year. And I don't know where it came from. You know, it's just these things happen. So... Uh, just, just weird, but... But the best thing is that he has all his teeth. Yes, I do have all my teeth. But back to Lindsay. She's a beast. She's had, you know, I remember actually... Well, knee surgeries, well, broken the, leg I in think, three places. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing. Like, I mean, you're tumbling at 80 miles are, an hour. I know, but, you know, hockey players are taking 100 mile an hour pucks to their shins. You know, that also doesn't feel great. We have um, padding on though. You don't have. She wears a jumpsuit. Like I have going an airbag. She's got a back protector that's about this big. But still, I mean, I think you're correct in the assessment that hockey players are some of the toughest athletes in the world. And uh, I mean, Chara took a puck to the face and still kept playing with the broken jaw. You know, there are numerous examples of situations like that. But I think you know, for me, I've had a lot of surgeries, which you know, is a lot different because those, those are injuries that you can fight through. It's, you know, not a matter of mental toughness. It's a matter of, I physically cannot continue doing what I'm doing. I need surgery. And, and then that's a whole nother process of, you know, eight, nine months of rehab, you know, you're, you're out for a significant portion of time. So it's just, it's a little bit different scenario, but, um, minus the toe thing. Pika is very tough. Do you know what toughness is for me? Tell me. Toughness is for me is when Lindsay's sitting beside me after I've had some dairy and I'm lactose intolerant and her <laughs> sticking it out the whole flight. Okay. That's toughness for I me. Am, it's not yep, so much. I can fight through That's it. toughness. So, no, you know, I think, and I've I seen her fight through it. Toughness, I think that's love because if I didn't love you, that's I would That's a great point. Out. I've seen her fight through true. some amazing things. I would take a gas things. mask and I, was, I would get yeah. out of there. Well, we may have crossed the TMI line. I'm not Maybe. sure. It's possible. But if you're on a plane, if you're on a plane, PK's have. on there. Just keep the dairy away. Hey. <laughs> you don't have to know he's there. You'll know he's there. Oh, Whoever smelt it, dealt it. <laughs> Two world-class athletes. Uh, <laughs> we're going to try to rein it back in. I've lost control a little bit. I'm going to try to bring it back in. Good luck this season with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, not so much as you share stories, but you, you can empathize with each other, I'm sure. Does that help a relationship? You know, I mean... Lindsay, you know what he's going through, trying to prepare for a game. You understood. You know, she can, what she went through, now retired, of course. But can you share stories? Can you lean on each other that way? I have to give her credit because she's really good at doing that. I'm not used to having it. You know, I'm so used to kind of being on my own and kind of handling it. Obviously now, you know, we've been together for a year and a half, two years coming up, Christmas. We call that a year and a half. Yeah, it's, it's a year and a half. Yep. Still a year and a half. Um, yeah. But... You know, and it's taken me some time to get used to that, but I'm usually, I'm used to dealing with a lot of that stuff on my own. And, you know, n never thinking that I would have a partner that has been, you know, kind of in the trenches as well, you know, and she's been there. And, uh, and definitely I know that after games, being able to, when she, <laughs> after a game come in the car and her being like, 
you know, hey, like, uh, you know, were you tired out there? Like, you didn't really, you weren't moving your feet. Like, I saw on the blue line, you're, you're kind of walking across, or why don't you shoot the puck, or what's going on with this guy? Like, she has an understanding of sports in a different way, you know, where I have to sit back sometimes and be like, how did you actually see that? You get that. So I definitely can sit down and talk to her about things that are happening on the ice and in my sport and in my life because, uh, you know, she's got that mind, right? Mm -hmm. So to be that good in your sport, you, you have you have to have that type of mindset, and yeah, she well, gets it. Well, the best at, at the summit, looking down literally and figuratively at everybody else. Lindsay, what, what's retirement like for you? It's been... Just short-lived. You only retired at the end of the last season, but what's it been like? Really weird. <laughs> um, it, there's a lot going on, and there was definitely an adjustment period. You know, I think the first month was pretty hard, just trying to figure out how to balance my time. And, you know, I was excited to be home with PK more and my dogs, but also I didn't like doing nothing, so I wanted to work. And um, I feel like I've found a pretty good balance now. Um, it's nice being around PK because I feel like I'm still involved in sports a little bit. You know, it kind of takes um, the sting away from not skiing anymore. But at the same time, you know, my body feels a lot better now that I'm not hammering it every single day. Although I can't say it feels great when I'm on the ice with PK, even though it's for like 10 minutes. <laughs> but um, and she's pretty good. Mm. Like I will say I was surprised. And I never give her credit for anything that has to do with hockey. No, he loves Because I refuse to. She gets too much credit already as it is in her sport. <laughs> so she's not getting credit in hockey. But she was really good, actually, when she came on the ice. I was like, wow. She actually, I think if I spent three weeks... I think if I spent three weeks on the ice with Lindsay every day, taking her through drills and different skills, I think she could play men's league hockey. I'm being honest. A month. Lay it down. Let's go. In a month of just training on the ice, skating and skills, I think she could pick up men's hockey. Men's league hockey, for sure. I mean, who wants, you want to be my coach? Like, what's the situation? Not really, no. That was just, yeah, I was just teeing Someone you up. Thank you, I was yeah. giving you some credit. Doesn't I, mean it's going to happen. I appreciate the credit. I, but, yeah. I'm gonna, this is recorded, so now I can have that for all time. There you go. That's fine, but I, I rephrased exactly what I was talking about. You can take it here if you want, but I'm keeping it right here. <laughs> what's it like to be at the top of the gate, you're about to come out of the gate, and you're going to go, what, 80? Seventy-five. No, eighty-five. Shut up. He's, he was winking. As yeah, he said. exactly. I mean, what's that like? It, the, the, it's take awesome. me through it. Yeah. It's exciting. I love it. It's. Uh, I'm an adrenaline junkie, so I. That's probably my favorite moment is being in the starting gate and just being super amped up, ready to go. Um, and you know, the more the faster you go, the more normal it feels. It's kind of like driving a car, you know. You get used to speeding or... Wait, no, I don't speed. That's not true. Um, <laughs> She's nuts. But, like, I always nuts. say if you, you're driving on the highway, you know, stick your head out the window. That's kind of how it feels in your face, you yeah. know, the wind rushing. And then also, if you jump out of the car, that's what it feels like to crash. Well, I think we get an idea yep. of what that's like. Do not try this at <laughs> do home, Do not though. try that at uh, home. Nope, we, we stay in the recommend. car. She swims with sharks. Like, she wants to swim with sharks. I've already done that. Yeah, like, who does that? Yeah, well, not me. That's not me. Sure. Not me. Yeah. So They're in there. I'm on the There's, beach. They're in there for a reason. Exactly. Like, just leave them alone. That's your area. That's fine. Yeah. So you've always been adventurous, rambunctious that yeah. way? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very yeah. cool. Um, 
All right. Thrill seeker. Lucy is here with us. She's, uh, she's, a, yeah. How old is Lucy? Lucy's almost four. She's uh, my travel companion. She's Italian. Um, got her while I was on the road over in Italy um, a few years ago, and she's... I feel like she's a kind of like the new devil's mascot of sorts. She's was out on the ice today. Mm-hmm. I don't know if she really liked it, but um, yeah, she's what, what she loves it here she? in Jersey. She's a King Charles. Okay, so um, not the only dog you have. I have two other dogs as well. Always a dog you? person. Only you. Okay, so yeah, she, she, Lindsay, have... hold on. All right, you got to right, stop go. the conversation uh, and no, break let's something go, down. Keep it going. I like it. Okay, so if anybody follows me on social media, they can see that I spend a lot of time with these dogs. Mm-hmm. Quality time. Okay. Did a play-by-play the other day. Exactly. He loves That's the quality time, okay? And Lindsay continues to reference to them well, as do, her do dogs. Do you pick up the poop? I have picked up poop, and oh, I've gotten pooped on my hand, too. I don't too, know about that. Okay? And listen, hold on. Just put to, to set the table here so everybody can understand the lengths that I've gone, okay? I've never grown up with a dog, okay. never had a dog, okay. Okay. and I acquired these dogs through unrestricted free agency, <laughs> okay? <laughs> All right, and we're still on negotiation right now, and I'm still showing these dogs love. Okay, okay. so what I'm saying is, is that like they're my dogs too, and I love Lucy as well. And actually, I think it's pretty clear Lucy I prefers. I didn't mean to offend you. I'm no, sorry. No, no. Okay. Lucy prefers to sleep on my side of the bed, <laughs> so I'm just putting that out there. All right, fair enough. So, how many more dogs are we gonna get? Oh yeah, well, we're getting one more. Really? No. At least one more. He wants a Tibetan Mastiff. Tibetan Mastiff. I don't know if any of you know how big a Tibetan Mastiff is, no. but it's basically a small horse. It could eat Lindsay, probably. <laughs> yeah. So um, we'll wait and see on that. The other dogs are a little bigger than Lucy, though, right? Oh, yeah. They're about 85, 90 pounds. Yeah. 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 Bear's a chow mix, and Leo is a boxer mix, both rescues. And that's what we were trying to find a backyard here in Jersey. So uh, we think we found think one. We found Good. A place. Yeah. Good. Well, we will prevent people from trying to Google search where you are. We won't ask yeah. the town, but yep. you know, we're far away. We're going to go to Saddle River. Saddle River. Yep. Ah, there you go. So <laughs> saddle up if you're going to come see us. Um, are you guys competitive with each other? Like, if should we witness like is a, cor- a, qu- a cornhole you game? You know who you're yeah, asking, I, I can right? kind of tell, so but I felt I had TM. to ask. So if we're witnessing like a cornhole game or some other competition, is it like a site? Her competitiveness is 10 times, 10 times higher than my. Like, I'm a competitive guy, but like I put her on the same level. Like, when, the, when it's time for me to be, be competitive, I'm all in. She's competitive at everything. And that's just the way she is. And she's she's awesome at it because that's why she always wins. I'm being honest. That's why she always wins. So competitively, we always go at it. I always like to get in her kitchen. So it's more like she's always competitive. And then like I'll be pretend competitive. And then I'll just <laughs> laugh at her. And then we have a good time laughing. Then it irritates me, and then I get pissed, and yeah. 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 Then we kiss, and that's, <laughs> and that's it. All right. Well, listen, you know that's that's the way it rocks. So, what are you better at? Let's take you out of your respective sports, <laughs> yep. hockey and skiing. So, what might you be better at, PK and Lindsay? What are you definitely better at than PK? Do you want to answer that first? I'm or? better at balance than you. That's straight up. A hundred percent. Did you see how I did that? How I let her go first, <laughs> so that nice. I wasn't smooth. in the doghouse right away. Yeah, there aren't exactly. enough O's in the word in the "smooth" bed, to describe so. that move. There you job. go. Yeah. Exactly. So I would definitely say she's got a lot better balance than me. I was really surprised by it because we've done. 
I do a lot of structural balance stuff, exercises in, in the summertime. And for skiing, you know, I didn't know, like, obviously you would, watching someone ski, you'd think you'd have to have really good balance. But in hockey, I mean, we do everything on like a blade this thin, right? So it's like, you have to have good balance in hockey as well. So whenever I do these exercises, she does them too. She does them like right away. Like I have to take like a month to learn yeah, this new exercise. Yeah, he worked on this one exercise on, on these balance things for like, all summer and then he's like oh babe you gotta try it this is so hard i've been working on this for so long and i jumped on it and he's like oh you're really good crushed at this. it <laughs> and, and crushed you in the process i think she it was a he, little he rally. was surprised yeah. i was pretty surprised so i'll give her props but to he's that. pretty much better at me than everything at everything else so i well, feel like just, I, I just take that one point and i just like to rub it in that's, that's because of her injuries though like well, it's me yeah like she can't you know the running and the jumping parts just different I can't she, do that. Yeah, but why would she have to run and jump yeah. she doesn't have well, to well technically you have to, but I just physically can. So it's yeah. not like as a skier, I wouldn't be doing that normally. I just yeah. cooking though. That's a different ball game. Lindsay's a very good cook. I'm but... a breakfast person. So okay. I am good at breakfast. He's good at everything else. She's an unbelievable cook. Favorite meal. Pancakes, French toast, you know, all makes the, all unreal the pancakes, stuff. but here's the thing. So I don't want to step on any toes because my mom like prides herself on making the best pancakes in the world, according to her son. Right. So mom makes good pancakes, but Lindsay makes good pancakes too. So, but her bacon and eggs in the morning, I don't know what she does, but it just tastes better than everybody. Every time, every time Made I've ever love. had. Made yeah. I guess love. you could oh, say that. That's an important ingredient. There's yeah. no question about it. By the way, we could probably go for another half hour. You, you don't guys. want to? Oh, I would love to. Oh, okay. But I would get the stink guy from some other people in this room, that's <laughs> okay. for sure. And uh, the fact of the matter is you've been gracious with your time. You've had a very busy period here, and you're on your way to Europe, Lindsay. So uh, we do appreciate the time that you've given to us. Looking forward to seeing you on the ice. Looking forward to seeing you back in New Jersey, Lindsay. And Thank you. thanks very much, and good luck here with the Devils and in the Garden State, both of you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. And that'll do it for this official New Jersey Devils podcast again thanks to pk suban and Lindsay vaughn for joining us thank you for listening everyone and we'll see you soon talking to you next time on the podcast bye-bye